Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within mm. them, giving them eternal life. Beautiful. Born of the water, born of the spirit. Yes, it's a wellspring bubbling from within us. Keep going. Hey, please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Mm -hmm. Then I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. Mm -hmm. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. That is so awesome that she, she wanted the water, Jesus. You know, I thought that was the best thing ever, that she mm -hmm. got to that point. Even though she was talking, thinking naturally, but she was able to accept it. She, he says, go get your husband. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband. For you have had five husbands, and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. <laughs> He, he was he wasn't condemning her though. He was, you know, he was putting mm -hmm. the prophetic into her life, you know, to yes. strengthen her belief. Yeah. Continue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, the woman said, You must be a prophet. Mm -hmm. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? How does that even tie together? <laughs> okay, wow, he told me about my life. He's a prophet. Okay, so now I got some questions for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, why do we have to go worship in Jerusalem now? But exactly. that was also a good question, but that, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, so tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship, while we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Gerasim, where our ancestors worshiped? Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or mm. in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one you worship, while we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming, indeed, is here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who worship him that way, for those uh, um, your God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Wow. Wow. That was a mouthful. It was a mouthful. Like, Jesus, you know, it, it's, it's, it's what is happening to us today. You know, we feel like we have to be in a physical structure to worship God. Yeah. Like this message is so timeless. It's like the interaction between Jesus Christ and this woman is for us today. It's so relevant for us today. Our whole, our earthly structures, our mind, and this is probably going to court to cleanse ourselves of, of this um, belief systems and this indoctrination we have. We believe that we have to be in a physical place, but that is limitation. Exactly. That's what the enemy does. He's limiting us to certain days a week, a certain time frame, a certain place. And all of that are blockages to complete union. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
If I have to be in a physical place to worship God, then that means that place is God. So for a Samaritan woman who was already accusing him that, oh, you're a prophet, I acknowledge that, but I have to be in this physical building. Jesus was breaking that barrier, was breaking that wall and bringing in a whole different teaching that was never recorded in all history. You had to go to the, remember, the, even when Jesus was a little kid, his parents would travel all the way. It was all the way they were going to give birth to, to, to worship. That was when she, she, you know, Mary had to give birth in, in, in a manger. You know, they would travel from all parts of the country to a particular temple to worship God. And Jesus Christ, who is God himself on the face of the earth, was saying that, hey, God is not in a location. God is spirit. He is spirit. And the whole reason I have come is to draw you into us, to make you spirit beings so that Amen. you can interact with God in his own nature. Amen. So that there's no wall, there's no barrier between you and him. There's no, it's not like it's a strange union. No, I am bringing you to a place where you can have access. You can have the ability to interact with the father in union. So Samaritan woman, yes, I'm a prophet. Yes, I'm a Jew. But things have changed here. It's not the way you think. Remove those mentality, those blockages away from you because those are the earthly structures the, the God of this world is putting to hinder you Amen. from operating as a spirit being. Amen. Amen. God is spirit. God is not in that, that, that temple in Jerusalem. No, he's not there. He is in spirit. So, you can worship him wherever you are. Amen. Freedom. Yes, freedom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Freedom from those limitations, those blockages. And this is such a strong thing because we all have that. Amen. You know, I honestly, because it's ingrained in us, it's the way we've operated. I honestly can't wait for us to gather together and worship, you know. Mm. Even though we do it, in the spirit, there's just that desire that makes one feel like it's something is missing. Whereas maybe this whole pandemic, what we're, even though it's chaos in the earthly realm, what is happening in the spirit is that God is having his children come into union with him. Amen. He's breaking down the walls and the barriers that are standing in the way of them coming to him in, in spirit. He wants his people. He doesn't want them to be attached to structures and earthly Amen. people. Amen. So this is a deliverance for us. It is. And you know what, Nadi? I kind of feel so bad, and I just continue to pray for my brothers and sisters that are so in that traditional, like mm -hmm. that Catholic brothers and sisters that feel like it, there's only one person that can tell them this, and that they can't, they can't reach and have that own relationship with God Himself, mm -hmm. with Jesus Christ Himself. 
because it has to be done this way. It has to be done that way. I know. You know, loving loving Jesus is not that complicated. At all. Also, I wanted to point out the difference. You know, we read about, we read about Nicodemus coming to Jesus. And now we're reading about Jesus going to this woman, right? Yeah. Nicodemus was a religious leader. He came to Jesus. Yeah. And there was a different approach Jesus took with Nicodemus. And then this Samaritan woman, Jesus went to her. Remember, she's supposed to be unclean. She's supposed to not be a part of the salvation plan. But Jesus goes to her. And Nicodemus is coming to ask Jesus things. But this woman, Jesus is the one asking her for water. I just want us to, on, to see the approach, Jesus, because it's not one size fits all, you know. We just lump people, unbelievers, or people who don't have the same denomination as, we just lump people all into all these people groups. Oh, they are just, you know. In America, it's like, oh, those Republicans, those Democrats, although they are just, they, you know, we just lump people up. And Jesus didn't operate with people that way. There was a difference. I love the way Jesus walked her through the process. Yeah. Like, first, he's bringing her to understand that, hey, I'm the living water. He uses water, like, okay, give me water, give me, okay, if you're not going to give me, I'm going to give you water, I have living water, do you want it, you know, I'll give you, like, he just walks her through and her responses, even though everything in her wanted to keep fighting the, the way religion and the way the whole system at the time, you know, made them look like nobodies, you know, in comparison to Jews, you know, she came with those things and I love how Jesus broke her free from those limitations, broke her free from those mentalities that no, it's not a temple. You know, the time will come and now is that time where God is seeking for true worshipers. It's not, it's not my people like you think. It's not my people like you think for so many years, generations after generations, you guys have been looked down upon. As nobodies, no. You see, what God wants is people who worship Him in spirit and in truth, no matter what race, what place they come from, no matter their backgrounds. All He needs is people who will choose the rebirth, people who will choose Him to be born of Him, to be born of the Spirit with water and the blood, people who will come into the testimony that the earthly witnesses offer. Upon the earth realm. People who will partake of this witness. People who will stand up and say, you know what? I stand upon the face of the earth. And according to the witness of the water and the blood. And the spirit which I have chosen to commit to. By giving my life to Jesus Christ. Oh, that's so cute. Because I've committed to this. Therefore, I am a son of God. Therefore, I am reborn. He walked her beautifully through the process. But you see, the Samaritan, uh, sorry, the Pharisee 
the scholar, the religious, you know, these guys were no joke. These guys could recite the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. What are the remaining two? Numbers, Deuteronomy. I thought somebody would help me. All those five, these guys could recite all of that. Can you imagine how good these guys were? guys were too good like they were no joke they could recite it from memory mm -hmm. and he doesn't know what being born of the spirit is and see the approach jesus i'm like jesus like i don't know he's like are you a teacher of the law and you don't know these things it's like with all those degrees with all those you know accolades with all those awards with everything Yet this simple truth you do not know. One thing is needful. It's only through Jesus Christ, regardless of what we have, the accolades we've had, the awards we've had, the social standing we have. One thing is needful. And that was what, you know, the story of Mary and Martha. Jesus said one thing is needful and Mary sat at the feet of Jesus to learn of him to to listen to the man of the spirit reveal the, the the word of the spirit to cleanse her and purify her and bring her into a place of being the, you know a spirit place of being spotless being without blemish and then again um with the religious leader i see that jesus showed him he was talking about the way of the spirit he talks about how the wind blows because, you know, they are so used to all this pattern talk, patterns of doing things, all the ceremonial things that they do, the ceremonial activities, you know, like things have to be a certain way. And he's like, no, you know what? By the spirit, it's not the things you do in the flesh. You can't see the Amen. things that go on in the spirit. So the pattern he took, to, because they were used to were like, oh, first you do this, you put the water, oh, it has to be this clean pot, it has to be this bowl, it has to be like this, you shouldn't touch, you shouldn't be, if a woman is on her period and she touches it, it's condemned, make sure that doesn't happen, make sure it's been preserved a certain way and all these processes and all these processes and Jesus is like, you can't even see when somebody is moving in the spirit, you can't even relate to to things of the spirit in the way you relate to things of the flesh is totally different so when you see me touch an unclean person in your mindset and you're like oh oh you become unclean because you touch them and heal them no by the spirit we don't do things like that you know and i i, I love the way you know alan's response and how I think there was something that you said precisely was that your things of the spirit cannot be understood by the flesh. Yeah. And then Jesus would, you know, heal somebody on the Sabbath and they'll be so upset and he'll be like, can't you see that this, ought not this daughter of Zion be healed? Like what, you're so used to all these patterns and these ceremonial things that you you forget that when you move by the spirit, you think in the spirit, you love in the spirit, you act by the spirit. 
You do things in the spirit and you don't consider the things of the flesh because those are the things that limit you from expressing the love of God, the compassion of God. So he was breaking down. You know, that's why he was still wanting to go by the pattern. He says, shall, shall a grown man go back into his mother's womb? You know, he's still looking at things in the earthly pattern and wanting things to be like he understood them to be. And it was a process. But with the Samaritan woman, he just drew her away and brought her to a higher mindset. Think of the spirit. It's not a physical temple. God is actually searching for you. It's you he's looking for. Forget about the temple. He wants worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. He is looking for you. Forget about the temple. Forget about everything you've been taught. This is my way. This is the way. This is the truth. This is the life. Walk in it. Move in it. Do not be limited anymore. Do not let your culture, your indoctrinations, your belief systems, the things you're used to limit you anymore, come up higher. Amen. 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 So, Lord, we just want to give you praise. We honor you. We honor your word. We thank you because every time we sit under your tutelage, we are being washed. We are being cleansed off of all the mindsets and all the things that fight at us, Lord. Just like even with the interactions with the Samaritan woman and with Nicodemus, we see these earthly structures Come against the truth. We see Nicodemus ask you hard questions. Ask you if a man will have to go through a second time into the mother's womb. And we see that Samaritan woman also begin to ask you if there was a place, a structure of worship that was the usual pattern that was spoken about for generations that she knew of, that there was a place in, in, in Jerusalem that was a place of worship. All of these are the earthly barriers that stood in their way. But we praise you, God, because through your life and through your death and your resurrection, Lord, you broke down the barriers. The blood is a witness. The water is a witness. The spirit of God is a witness that I am no longer restricted to this, to this mental strongholds and these earthly structures and limitations that stand in opposition to who you say I am, Lord. As one born in the earth, but moving by the spirit, I stand in agreement that out of my belly shall spring forth rivers of living waters unto life. Unto life, God. We thank you that we do not have to be restricted anymore by the covenants in the bloodline. 
We come into agreement with the water, with the blood of Jesus, with the spirit. And we agree with the testimony that they carry on the earth. We come into union with all of them. That we are the sons of God. That I am a daughter and a son of God. And that I have the ability through Christ Jesus to move to and fro into the kingdom realm. To see what my father is doing and to also do the same thing on the earth. I have unrestricted access to you. Because Jesus Christ, you have broken those obstacles. You have stood against the limiting forces concerning my life. And so I will no longer be hindered when the enemy comes against me. Like a flood, your standard, the standard you set up on the earth. I raise it up today. I raise it up this moment. Raise the standard up against him. I decree that I am not subject to sin. I am not subject to infirmity and sickness. I am not subject to the lies of the enemy. I'm not subject to lack. I'm not subject to the lies. That say that I'm not worthy, the lies of the enemy that make me feel inferior, that I'm uncommon, that I'm not deserving. I am not subject to any form of condemnation thrown at me. What I am is a spirit being that moves like the wind, that moves like the wind, that is not detected or defined by the flesh, defined by the earth, defined by the words of man. I am not defined by the plants my parents chose to come into to birth me. I am defined by who the son of God says I am. Yes, the son of God. And my voice my voice will be heard. My voice of victory. My overcoming voice. Will be heard. As I remain in union. Spirit to spirit. With my father. Who is spirit. I make a choice. That no matter the tossings of the earth. No matter the tossings. Of the situations around me. I am joined with you, God. I am transformed into the image of Jesus Christ so that there can be no barriers. I am united with you. I will not be shaken. I will not be moved because all along you have sought for me. You seek for such worshipers and I come and present myself before you, God, that I have come. The worshiper you have sought is here today in spirit and in truth. As you put your name right there, just put your name and tell the spirit of God that you have come. And amen. That's your witness right there. You've borne witness that you are a son of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs>